Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cantina MX podcast. This is Albert Campa. We are episode 213, and I'm joined here with Joel, going to talk over the latest Liga MX happenings. This is uh, we're in the midst of a uh, doble jornada, so that means we've had a bunch of games happening midweek that we will go over, and then some more games happening over the weekend, starting <laughs> actually tonight. So, how's it going, Joel? I'm doing good, Chiquis. Been enjoying some of these Doble Jornada games. Have <clears throat> given us plenty to talk about. Some quite interesting results. And uh, the league is beginning to shape up. Yeah, it's getting... Uh, it's pretty pretty entertaining. Past few days, little... Uh, actually, the last two, as a Pumas fan, the last two uh, fechas were sort of disappointing. <laughs> The cat was outside, uh, screeching and. Uh... I see that cat meme. <laughs> the, it's the one that's in the table. Yeah, that cat meme is, <laughs> is hilarious. I'm trying to think of some good, uh, some good custom ones so I can make some custom cat memes with that one. That's a. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you and me both, chickies. <laughs> My goats also have two defeats in a row, but I think we should start at the top. And uh, right now, that is. The White Roosters, Querétaro is in first place with 16 points. Yeah, they had a, <laughs> they had a fortunate uh, um, match this past Tuesday, so that boosted them. That maintained them. I believe they were at. But fortunate were, what? They had a for, fortunate matchup on Tuesday against. Unfortunate, the, uh, you said. Uh, no, a very fortunate. In, in what sense? Jeez. They they met the dangerous uh, oh Tiburones Tiburones Rojos that they did but but Chiquis on the last Saturday they put the herd on their own they they beat them four zero and that was you know That's it, it it showed that you know they they mean business so between actually that was the opposite man between that game. Beating Leon and then beating uh, Veracruz because they, they beat Veracruz 5 0. And uh, that's nine goals in two games. Uh, you know, he's here set and done. Uh, but I do think that Querétaro, really good coach, and Busetich, King Midas. And I, I do think they're going to um, see them as dark horse for the Liguilla. Think they're gonna go into Liguilla and they have the potential to cause some surprises or heartbreak. I gotta make a correction there on you though. What happened? Uh, Leon actually beat Querétaro 4 0. <laughs> Leon, Leon. Oh, wait, it's the other way around. Yeah, Leon actually what? got that win. I'm just... Yeah, so they. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, that was, that was a tough matchup for him. That was a tough matchup for him, but they still actually, because of uh, I'm trying to bring I think up my I'm graphic. Dyslexic. Yeah. Leon they... did beat Querétaro. Oh man. Yeah, four zero. So that right? was it. A... So they quitaron con Veracruz. Okay, Veracruz paid. They yeah, paid they, the price. They bullied on them. 
and they actually bullied on him yeah. so hard that uh, Pobrecito Ojo, Ojitos got, got the sack. He did. Well, Ojitos quit. Or yeah, didn't, yeah quit, didn't get the sack. Um, he quit. Resigned. Yeah, he quit. He, he's like, I tried my best and uh, it wasn't good enough. And I'm taking my sons with me because his, his uh, two assistant coaches were his uh, two sons. And I guess it was like, I'm going to ruin their career before it even starts. <laughs> Veracruz is a, what, a 33-game winless streak. Yeah, it's been a while. Which is a record for Liga MX. Most games without a win. And um, I think Veracruz just appointed a coach. Uh, I forgot his name. I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Oh man, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, Camilio was looking at that result wrong. Um, no, that's okay. That's ouch. the dyslex that's the dyslexia and taking effect. It it was man. I was like, damn, they're on a roll. But you're right, they lost, and they were able to bounce back. Uh, but to their credit, they have beaten Toluca and they have beaten Cruz Azul. So I I, I still I still. You know, I'm not changing my stance on, on the Cayos Blancos. I still think they could make Liguilla and, and uh, possibly cause a surprise. And and what what is probably is going to make me question myself was because I'm, I'm kind of giving them more credit than Santos. As I said, Santos wasn't, uh, you know, before the season started, I said they're not as strong as we've seen the, you know, as we've seen the Comarca be, but, but, um, and, and they, um, they're in, they're in second place. Santos is also tied with Querétaro in points, 16, and they are in second place. Uh, their last two games was a victory over Monterrey, and then they took a, Two goal tie against Leon. So I think uh, that's the one team I said if they make Ligia, they'll get they'll get eliminated right quick. Santos. Yeah, man, but I might have to eat crow there, you know. Uh, if if a forge, a forge on fire, or just you know. Playing good, he he could make a big difference. And uh, we mentioned him before. He wants he wants to put on the the other green shirt, the selection. Uh, so I I do think he's gonna be just doing hundred ten percent and try to get that cap. Yeah. But but Chiki's as. Pumas and Chivas fans, we have to start worrying because, I mean, these two teams, if they take Liguilla spot, we got we had the, the stronger sides <clears throat> and that leaves even less possibilities for our beloved teams to go to the big dance. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised with how Pumas is doing. I was listening to uh, Picante, and they were making fun of him. 
Um, they just don't have the the personnel to do well. But like going to your, your previous points on the on these past two results for uh, Querétaro and Santos, I think I think that both of those teams have sort of been fortunate in their in their opponents in the in the early part of the of the season. And Santos has had uh, some un- some impressive performances, but not good results. Like they've missed a bunch of opportunities to just blow out teams. I think Nakaxa being one of the recent ones. Um, but their recent opponents yes, haven't I been mean, as at, hard. At the end of the day, they're getting the points, Chiki. Yeah, I mean they're getting they're, they're getting know. the sufficient amount of points, but I think they're I think both of both Querétaro and Santos are sort of outdoing themselves a little bit. As they yeah. face more tougher opponents, I think they're going to end up getting uh, going down a little bit on the table. True, true. But I mean, they are in good position um, if you want to qualify. So they might not, they might not stay top of the table, but they, they right now they got a good between six and eight point cushion from the teams that want to get in, and so that's about three games, like you where they could slip up and still recover. So, I mean, you want you want that. I would rather have that cushion than being in the other position where you're, you're swimming up, you know, upstream, where it's, you're going uphill, man, you know, do the heavy lifting. So, uh, oh, yeah, I agree with you. They might not, they, it, it's not very likely that they'll stay, uh, first and second as the season progresses, but uh, I definitely see them top eight. Yeah. So moving down to number three, we have the only undefe- the only yeah undefeated team. They have yet to lose, which is pretty impressive. Seven games in, uh, given given their calendar and injuries and, and lots of players, and that is of course America. They have fifteen points, and uh, just. What was it yesterday? They release. Uh, they released Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to be there. Their Kinyak. It just didn't pan out. Uh, so he's he's back in France now, enjoying his. Then he got close to a million dollars. A quarter of a million, as I think I heard. Yeah, he's getting a lot, oh, yeah. of, a lot of hate too. The recession. Ah, uh, well, well, yeah. I, I, I always thought it was a bad transfer, and I think they were just going for the name, and they were just trying to just get that Frenchman. publicity. Yeah, just like that guy Larson. What happened? Just like that guy Larson, they're just going for the, the name and the oh. nationality. But one thing, I, I mean, a lot of people were were hating on him and stuff. But uh, there was a, somebody mentioned some interesting stats on him though compared to all yeah. the all the goal scorers on America he was like yeah. uh, he was the one that scored i think it was like every f- oh man i got to find it i think i don't i think Orbelin yeah. not Orbelin or Oribe yeah was scoring goals every 433 minutes like they did an average of all the strikers and Mena, Men, uh Jeremy Men, what's his name Menes yeah. scored like uh every 40 minutes or something like that. Like that he was the best, uh, you know, the most often, most guy that scored most often. He didn't play too many minutes though, but uh, he, he did he take advantage. A lot of, he did spend a lot, a lot of time injured. And uh, 
I think going by Piojo, he, I think there was like, like Piojo made it seem that Menes did not want to be there. And he said he, he didn't want to like, you know, put a player in the squad that his heart wasn't in it, that it wasn't fair for the other guys. Uh, so the uh, Tigres last two games, Tigres, <laughs> I mean, uh, America's last two games, both draws. Uh, they draw at Volcan against Tigres Unal, and then they drew at home against Pachuca. Two 1-1 draws, and we were talking about their calendar, so they had played, they had played on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday on uh, August 20th against Tigres, as when they lost in penalties. They actually scored all four goals, and this was for the league's cup semifinal. So it's pretty tough to. They had to travel, and then from there they traveled to Monterrey. So, uh, yeah, pretty hectic for America, but they will be rewarded uh, today. And so we're talking about just how tough it's been for them, uh, just the amount of games they played. In uh, seven days, it's going to be from the 20th to the 27th. This is going to be their fourth game. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we're giving credit to Aguilas here, man. They managed to remain undefeated. And, and there's, uh, so they're sort of in shambles. Or not, not really in shambles, but their lineup isn't ideal. What yeah, Piojo wants yeah, and, and everything. They got quite a few injuries. Uh, so, I don't know, Chiquis... Uh, they go up against Atlas, and that game is today, and the, today being Friday. In Jalisco, so that should be a... Wait, where's the 30th, man? I, I'm, I was talking about from the, from, the, uh, from the 20th to the 27th. Oh. So they played, uh, yeah, three games in seven days. I try to say four. Correction. Correction, yeah, they played. But that's still, that's still a lot of games. That's still a lot of games. Um, I need my coffee, man, or my beer. My brain's not functioning proper. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn. So Atlas, man, they're they're gonna fight Atlas. What what do you see happening here, man? Can Atlas take advantage? And uh, Let me you check. know, uh, my immediate reaction beat is... or take points from America or no, I don't. Is this going to be the thing that America whoops just to say hey, we're, you know? My immediate reaction is they're going to, they're going to not, uh, they're going to lose to America. But they, they did manage a tie last, uh, on uh, Tuesday against Tigres at home. Yeah. Uh, previously, yeah, they've, they they've done pretty bad throughout the, um, throughout the first part of the season, so. I mean, anything no, no, happen. they were they were kind of top, like the first what three, four matches. Well, the first two games, <laughs> the first two games they won, <laughs> and then the third game they lost. The okay, uh... well we'll get to we'll get to Atlas, but I think America. Um, I think they'll, they'll be able to pull it off. For that they face Pumas, so if you as a Pumas fan, you would you would have to cheer for Atlas, man. Oh yeah. To take some points. Either tie or a win, 
that way when you guys play when you guys play america it, it you have a bit of an advantage there uh a little update from the chat uh, youtube chat yes mr super mendigo says uh that you've changed yeah. you, you, you've converted to americanista you haven't said any oh! any any negative oh! you haven't said any negative words when we we're talking about america i think that's i think that's Bopero. i think that's bop no no <laughs> but, uh, um, i don't i don't i don't have right now i don't have i want to but i can't a tip, yeah a typical, i can't hate on them right now a typical chavista uh, would be like all upset talking about the america status but but I applaud your restraint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it might be it might be tough for them, uh, but they've they're undefeated. They I think they'll continue, and they could uh, they could very easily take this uh, take this win into Jalisco, and uh, yeah, this this game against Pumas is sort of like the one that never goes our way. We've had success against Chivas, even in Guadalajara. But, just uh, recently. Yeah, well, just recently. Yeah, just recently. <laughs> but this America, even like recently and in the past, well, maybe in the in the far past, John would know more than me. But it's been tough uh, to even get. I mean, ties. I think we've uh, Pumas has gotten ties, but has never been able to get over the hump and get oh, a, right. a win. <laughs> We're gonna have to wait, Chiquis. Pumas is further down the list. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, America's on third. Tigres is in fourth. And uh, Tigres' last two games, uh, just like America, both draws. One one. One one against Aguilas, and then they almost lost to Atlas. It was one of those goals that they scored, uh, like in the in the extra time. I think they were given five minutes. I was actually watching that game, Chiquis. And uh, they they pulled they they pulled a draw, and it would have been a huge win for Atlas. But they're gonna try to build on that, and uh, they were getting clowned because uh, Cancha, the newspaper from uh, from Guadalajara, they they had like a headline talking about something like tomando vuelo, something like that. <laughs> You know, almost saying like that they're going on full throttle or something. Could, uh... So, um, oh yeah, yeah. But let's not let's not get distracted. So they're gonna face Leon. So that that could very well be like match of the week. Well, so you know, you're saying nice things about uh. Tigres Leon. Yeah. Huh? That's that's impressive. You're saying uh, pretty nice things about uh, opposing uh, uh, opposing teams. So Tigres Leon match of the week, eh? Yeah, it could very well be, man. Both they, they've tied two good. times. They've tied two times in a row. So maybe they can break their streak. Yeah. No, three times. They've tied one, one, three times in a row. Tigres has. And the big, and the big matchup, uh, goleadores, Kinyak on one side, JJ Mack on the other. Uh, so I think I think it's a fun. It should be a fun game, uh, especially if you're not a fan of either of that team. That that matches tomorrow. Oh, another interesting stat on that. Um, that you mentioned uh, goal scores. Uh, does it count stat uh, status kicks? 
put a chart of con uh, contributing goal scorers and like the goal is the okay. goals by individuals versus the team goals. So Macias scores 40% of Leon's goals and that tops pretty much. Yeah. And, or actually Pulido, yeah, and, and, Pulido scores know, 40% as well, but their amount of but, goals is for Chivas is a yeah, lot less. <laughs> I, I think they're indifferent. I knew well as Chiquis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pulido does take a lot of penalty kicks, uh, although JJ Mack has been as well. But um, man, you let lost my train of thought, man. Oh no, Macias, yes, Macias. Yeah. So there's talk that they might sell him to Sevilla, and that I don't know, man. It seems like Grupo Pachuca almost doing it just just to teach Chivas a lesson, man. They seem like like the deal that they're working on is that. They would buy half of his transfer, so he's valued at fifteen. They would they would buy half of the transfer, and uh, Sevilla or whatever Euro team, because because they had mentioned this before, but with a with a with a German team. Uh, so and then the Euro team will buy the other half, and then they would keep the player, and um, but but Grupo Pachuca. Which you know they they control both Pachuca and Leon. Mm -hmm. They would keep a percentage, and so then if Macias got sold, they'll get their money back, and then so. Oh. Yeah, but it's it's very risky, in that if Macias gets injured, or then, or he just sucks for whatever reason, because there's there's always a lot of reasons you could you know. You could get you could get a you could get like a really bad injury, or you could just be homesick. We've seen a lot of a lot of ways in which talented players have gone abroad and then they send them right back. Uh, so if that were to happen, uh, I I do think uh, Pachuca would. Not. So it, that's why it surprises me. Like why why are they so you know insistent on doing? So they got a couple months. You know, to do that. If I think, I think uh, what is it? Next week, early next week, when the when the um, transfer is going to close for Europe, I believe uh, on the second. So, if if there's any validity to these rumors, we will know soon enough. If not, uh, if not, Leon. But you know, the other thing they could poison the well, man. They could, they could poison the well so that Macias won't even want to return to Chivas. He's gonna be like, just send me abroad now. He's uh, he has about 23 goals right now. Uh, I think be, between league and cup, 16 just in league. So he's one of the highest, or I think he is the highest scoring uh, Mexican 19-year-old. Yeah, he doesn't want to mess with that. Of all time, think... and it does. It... What happened? No, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no, that's not my thought. That's that's a stat way. Yeah. Um, it's it's Macias has that amount of goals. So I mean, you could say he probably got an earlier start, or he's just hit his stride faster. But but they have him as at that age, because because yeah. um because then you know you have like Hugo and. Quadimac, and then they 
they both ended up scoring more goals later on. Yeah, I think a big part of why he's scoring is uh, the cohesion he has with the, te the team and a little bit of a little bit of yeah. I, mean, I don't want to um, I don't want to denigrate his his skills but a little bit of fortune on his goals. He does have good skills and with the ball and good touch. Um but I think if he were to change the cohesion and switch teams to be, and go back to Chivas, you never know what would happen if he would be able to to mesh in with a team and and he might you know have a slump or something. So I think he needs to ride on the high that he's having at Leon. And uh, possibly jump to like a, a bigger like Europe would be would be ideal. Yeah, yeah, and, and now man, and now 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 I have to say nice things about Leon because this probably wouldn't have happened had he stayed in Chivas. See now now I'm gonna sound like a Chivas hater. Mendy's gonna get revoked. <laughs> no, uh, I think no with the change in with the change in. Uh, just because of all the changes of all of this madre that happened in Chivas, I think that would have hurt him. And him leaving was, was you know, sad to admit the best thing possible for him. Because Matias was playing him. He did give him, he was like, you know, bringing him in. But then Mati left and then uh, Cardoso, you know, some of these other coaches and, and Higuera as well. They just, they just didn't see him with the same lens. And now Chivas is paying the price, man. Oof, oof, too much, too much, Chiquis. <laughs> Moving on, man. Moving on. Sad <laughs> flute. So, Tigres in fourth, right? Yeah. Uh, and they have 12 points compared to America's 15 and Santos and Queretaro's 16. So, also at 12 is the other uh, Monterrey team, Monterrey, the Rayados. And, uh, you know, they've been wishy-washy, man. It's more as expected because, if I'm not mistaken, they, they, I think they have the most expensive squad. Oh, yeah. You know, right now. Because I, I know Tigres, but Tigres hasn't been spending while Monterrey, like the money they paid for Layun and now uh, this guy Jensen or Jonson. Uh, so, but, but, um, so they lost their uh, last week, Friday. That's uh, the last Friday. They 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 lost to Santos in La Comarca, and then yesterday they bounced back and they beat your Pumas two 0 You know. And uh, and so it, well, and uh, and Sunday this Sunday they have Juarez. So I think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see another win for for Monterrey. It is on the road, but I think they have what it takes. I think they're they're gonna start pushing for those for those top spots. Might even bump America down. Yeah, that Pumas game was uh, sort of hard to watch. I did like. Uh... <laughs> I mean, there was there was a lot of hope there. Pumas, uh, Pumas had. Some Wait, you had shots. hope. You you had hope for Pumas to to beat Monterrey after during that game. coming from a defeat to Monarca. Yeah, during well, okay, prior to the game. <laughs> okay. 
prior to the game, and, maybe, and both and, and on the road. Yeah, prior to the game, maybe not so much, but uh, yeah, during the game, Pumas wasn't oh. wasn't doing wasn't doing too too bad. Okay, so they uh, they had a few good opportunities where, and I gotta just hype up this this goalkeeper Barovero. Yeah, that dude is. If he he needs to be talked about a lot more because that guy stopped like two. You know those curling sh- uh, curling crosses or fr- uh, free kicks that come in, and and Puma's guy's got a good head on it, and that guy just like uh, his refl- uh, reflexes were on were on spot to just block a, f- a few shots from the Puma's offense, point. which that which should have been should have been goals, and that would have been I, th- I think there were two or three chances that Puma's had for pretty good goals that were clearly blocked by that goalkeeper. So. Uh, uh, Monterrey, I would say, is a little bit fortunate to to not get scored on, or at least um, leave with a with a tie against Pumas at home. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, okay. that was a good win, a good win for Monterrey. Uh, Funes Mori actually had a. It could have been three zero. He had a uh, an open net shot where, uh, like when you know how whenever you see people uh, miss an open net shots, they always like blame the the grass or something it actually he, he actually did blame the grass but there was like a big old chunk of of grass that it did actually make the ball like hop and he, he no, hit it with man. he kicked it with his shin instead of the foot <laughs> so it was the grass's fault but uh it's like when you play those sunday pub you know you play in these sunday rec league it's with, with the fields full of rocks and potholes <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay he, he so was... yeah, Monterrey fifth place. I'm sorry, Chickies, you. No, I was just agreeing with you. He, he's he's too used to the oh. uh, the the nice fine, the nice top pitch. Le- the top level, the pitches. billiard, yeah, the billiard type flat surface. Yeah. Someone's gonna <laughs> get right, fired Mon- for not taking care of the grass. <laughs> yeah, or or not fired. Uh, they got the result they wanted. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Monterrey in fifth. And then in six with 11 points is Necaxa. Um, and well, last Sunday, they beat Chivas in, in, uh, at the Akron. Just, uh, he was put up a fight, but Necaxa just, they got the goals, man. They got them both in the first half. Uh, so a bit unfortunate for my goats, but, but big, big win for Necaxa. And then the Rayo, the Rayos, uh, they hosted Toluca, and uh, this was an important game, uh, especially for for Toluca, which we'll get into in shortly, because uh, Bigotón, his team had not been doing so well, and his job was like, was or is on the line. So for the Diablos Rojos to get that point uh, in Aguascalientes, is, is, is a good result for them. Uh, Necaxa. Four out of six and complain. They go up against Tijuana. And uh, Tijuana just had a huge win recently. We'll get into that. But this game could also be a very good game, even though the clubs aren't, aren't like, fancy. They're not fancy. Uh, but this could, be, uh, this could be one of those games. It could be like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. No one was expecting that to go viral. Yeah, Sholos is. Uh, I didn't have too much hope for Sholos, but uh, they've sort of been impressing. Okay. We'll get we'll get to them later. They, um, yeah, that's Necaxa's next opponent. But uh, 
something's weird going back to the the game you're talking about with Toluca, and well, I guess yeah. we'll get to Toluca maybe also later. But uh, two coaches, Way later. To, to, Toluca's between. Well, yeah, we'll get to them later. I won't. I won't distract. <laughs> later, I was gonna later. make a diss on uh, Volpe. <laughs> Yeah, the Volpe, yeah, because then we won't have nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, below Necaxa, also with 11 points is Leon. So Leon, man, Leon should be should be where Querétaro or Santos is, uh, just because they're the. But but you know there is that stat that that says that well the, the stat is 60 percent, 60 percent of the. Uh, the time uh, uh, one of the teams that made the league final fails to qualify to the following to the following Liga, they'll end up suffering. And and I, I think if we if we see like let's say Macias does leave, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Leon gets bumped off. So, uh, but yeah, Leon. And now the correction. Uh, they 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 beat Querétaro, so they put they put the hurt on King Midas in in their own stadium last Saturday 4-0, and then they they tied Santos at home, and and I guess the big the big news we already talked about it was with JJ Mack, and and just he's he's been on a streak. He has six goals right now, and like when you look at Liga MX. A good striker, he will score you about six goals, uh, you know, in in a tourney. So in a tournament, out of that, with 17 games, he will score six goals. And if they could do that, they're they're a decent good, good. But he, this guy already has him seven games in, uh, and looks like he could easily double that. And you know, the top strikers end up with double digits. They'll score anywhere between 10 and like 14, you know. Uh, so yeah, so exciting to have Macias, and uh, he just got called up to the under 22. Well, we're not really gonna talk uh, selección. We're saving that for later when uh, Yon and the rest of the members join us, hopefully on Sunday or Monday. But I know there was some some people were beginning to worry. I just most because of the media was making a big deal. Talking about uh, why why is he getting called up and, and that the, he had a U.S. passport and just just all this cheesemess. But no, he's he's gonna he's he's one of the key players for the Olympics. Him and Linus, uh, both of those guys, they're gonna be uh, that's where they're gonna be. Uh, they're gonna play key roles, and they've been grooming them for that. Big reason they were in the under twenty. Um, so that's Leon, yeah, I got and they face it tomorrow. Huh? What happened? Yeah, I, I was just gonna say I agree with you on the oh, on the JJ Mack. If he were to, if he were to leave, I think they would uh, they would go a, a bit downhill. But yeah, their next game against Tigres. And it did hurt them already when they let him go to the under twenty, and you could tell they suffered right there not having him. Uh, yeah, they face as we mentioned earlier. Leon will be going up against Tigres. So yeah, that that for us uh is should be a really good game. I will uh, say this though, the their uh their record or their opponents have been the the, t- the tough ones or well, sort of tough this uh 
early in the season, and then they're going to have a, a string of lesser opponents coming up. So I think they they could be on the rise um, after this Tigres game. Yes. Uh, based on the opponents that they have coming up. Yeah. Okay. So then we're dropping off eight. So this is this is where the where the liguilla the liguilla zone ends, right at eighth place, and that's the Cholos of Tijuana. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, they had a huge win uh, beating Cruz Azul. They beat them at home three to two uh, with Cubo Torres scoring. He scored the surprise winning goal. Uh, yeah. Cubo was Cubo at one point was JJ Mack. <laughs> yeah, there is. He, he was a he was, he was the Macias of MLS, man. He, I don't know if you remember. He, he was. He, and you know what? Uh, I, I know we make fun of it, but it's it's still impressive because it's not easy to get some of these records. Uh, he was the highest scoring Mexican in MLS just until recently that Bella broke the record. Um, he had like thirty something goals, I believe. But yeah, Google was was at one point. He had a high ceiling, and then uh, he gave into partying and other stuff. So, but here he is, man. He's raising his hand. Hopefully, we see more from him. A ver qué. So, yeah, they had that win, and then um, they had lost to Toluca uh, the previous Sunday, and that's that was Toluca's first win. That was the lifeline for La Volpe, which we'll get into later. So, uh, yeah, Necaxa, Tijuana will be tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, we mentioned it already. That could be a, a exciting match. Yeah, quick, Or quick. not. But I'm, I'm leaning for it, Will. Yeah, I think it should be. It should be good. Those are going to be two, I think, evenly matched teams. Um, I, will, I, will, I want to make a comment on the, uh, the previous game they had with Cruz Azul. That was a really... Uh, that was a pretty entertaining game. Cruz yeah. Azul was down a man, like the whole, almost the whole second half. Um, so that was sort of a, a bad thing for them. They still were able to sort of compete, but Cholos was definitely on the attack. And and it just after the game, if you if you watched it, there was a there was some real frustration because the goal came at the very last um, minutes, and that was just like an epic. Cruz Azuliada <laughs> towards the end of the game um, by Cruz Azul, and they were frustrated. They were fighting. Um, there was like players uh, pushing, and like one guy even slapped one of the Cholos players, and and he started running to to tell them ref and everything. It was pretty. It was pretty uh, entertaining. You'd see the frustration on the Cruz Azul players. So I think that was a really a really important game, or really bad game for them to lose, and just the way they did. That's going to hurt What's, their morale. Was it Chiquis? Uh, I don't know if you correct me here if I'm mistaken, but was it the debut of Chaco Jimenez's son? Oh, I didn't know that. As a player? Yeah, his son was playing. I don't know because he's been with the team since, since, you know, since like the under 15. And he's Mexican. He's his nationality is Mexican, and he's that's you know where he wants to play. Uh, so I don't know if he had already debuted, but he got to play. 
Oh, yeah, he and, did. Uh, At the 64th minute, Santiago Jimenez. There you go. It goes in. I don't know if that was his first match. I've seen him before, but I don't know if it was in cup games. Uh, but there he is, man. It's crazy. Son. Cause, and I don't, I don't know if they both got to play at the same time. Because, you know, Chaco, Chaco stayed. And so I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I've seen it before. Father and son. I think it was Rivaldo playing like in a third division Brazilian team. Uh-huh. And one of his, one of his many kids. He must have like dozens. He, he got should. to play with him. Be. He will not be that good. He, nobody has heard of him since, huh? Yeah, they should bring Ch- uh, Chaco back for one game. Yeah, that, was, that was his first. That was his first game. He got a yellow card. Like, <laughs> like when he was brought to Viejito, man, we were rolling Chaco with the wheelchair, <laughs> just touch the ball like two times. Tell the other team, I just let him. Don't hack him hard. He's he's old. Just we're, we're gonna stop him quick. Just let him touch it to the sun and. And that's it. Uh, <laughs> well, how old is he compared to Cuauhtémoc? Because Cuauhtémoc, I don't know if Bop is still listening. Cuauhtémoc was uh, know, was man. looking sort of uh, sort of raggedly, sort of sort of old in the in his last uh, America game. I remember, I don't know, was it like a few years ago he played? He had the he had a little bit of a gut there. Well, you know who also whose son? Not to get off topic, just really quick. We're talking about player sons, and this is Abreu. So Abreu has a son that's with the Mexican youth team. I think he's with the under-17. And uh, also, you know, seleccionado and uh, goal scorer. And he looks he looks to be tall, just like the dad. Cause, uh, Abreu is tall, lanky dude. So it's kind of interesting seeing some of these guys, uh, you know, the sons playing. I mean, we've seen it before, but this is just more trippy. Cause I I didn't see like like you know uh, who were these guys? Uh, they, God dang! Now we gotta talk about America again. Well, you know you kind of seen it with with Gio, you know his dad played, and then Sage, you know he was Saguinho, his little yeah. Sage, uh, even though nothing little about Sage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, we had to go there. Davino, the there you go. Those are the two guys. They were the two brothers. And I think their dad had played. And uh, we got to see Nettie. And Nettie's dad, of course, had played in in uh, San Luis, I think. And so Nettie ended up playing in uh, Pachuca. So, I mean, we're, we're seeing this again now. But, man, we're seeing. Uh, now I'm like, like goddamn. I feel old because now, I, you know, the difference from that is that I got to see their, you know, I got to see their progenitors play. So, But Chaco, Chaco isn't that old. I, I'm looking up the ages. He's only 38. Yeah. Quatemoc is uh, 40, 46. And it wasn't too long ago when he was, uh, he played. No, I know, but, but we, it just shows how long you've been seeing some of these guys playing. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I got to see Cuauhtémoc from when he debuted, and he was yeah. like, I don't know how old he was, man, 18, 19. But you never know how Chaco looks right now. Remember, uh, I think recently a Wesley Snyder pick was uh, floating out. He's oh. he's 35 years old, younger than Chaco, and he looked. Uh... Snyder looks good, though, man. He just he just has panza coca colera, man. He's just been eating one too many 
He, look, he looks worse than Cuauhtémoc, man. Cuauhtémoc's out there being a governor. The nah, governor. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We're we're losing track here. We were at so we were at eighth. You know that's 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 the last seat in the party bus. Uh, in ninth place is Atlas, with uh, they have ten points, so they are tied. They're actually tied with with a TJ. But you know, goal differential and uh, Atlas. So the, yeah, that that hurt them. That that Tigres getting that getting that draw that that definitely hurt them. Uh, and then they had suffered a, before that a defeat on the road to the Tuzos. And uh, I think uh, yeah, they're playing America. Well, they're hosting America today. So we'll see what happens right there. Could be. Well, Atlas sink or swim here, uh, and and it's it, and this is this is the tough thing for Atlas that after that match, right? Then they travel to play Chivas at the Akron. So I mean, oh man, two defeats there could really could really put a a bruising in the team's ego, you know, and. It, so, but we'll see, we'll see, because this is, this is the new management, Atlas. They're under new management, Grupo Orlegi, same, same management group that has uh, Santos. So, uh, yeah, some, something to look forward to. I, I do think it'll be interesting. I don't know if this match is going to be excite, just because if I'm, you know, if I'm putting myself in Piojo, Piojo chair, and you have lesionados and tired players and all that. I parked the bus, man. I'll just park the bus and take the point. Let, let Atlas do the work. Uh, so I, I think it could be it could be just one of those sleeper games. I could agree with that. America sort of has parked the bus recently. It's sort yeah. of been their, uh, their their style of play to sort of counterattack, but but yeah, typically you wouldn't do that against a lesser team like, uh, well, supposedly lesser team like Atlas. But yeah, that should be a a good strategy for we're, them. We're gonna go to the Lavadoras right now. I don't know because there's some stuff going on with Piojo's daughter, La Pioja. Yeah, I saw that. There was a picture floating about her, like in a bikini. But it, there was also like something about someone threatening her. She got like a death threat. Yeah, I think on things like hey, stop posting your bikini pics or I'm gonna shoot you or something. I don't know. No, there's a uh, it was there's somebody uh, DMing her about uh, what is it about the uh, like the team, like the coach, like the, the like just you know making insults, and then they put you've been warned, uh, and then a picture yeah, I, of like I... a picture of like some bullets and stuff, <laughs> and that was sort oh, of you know messed up like you know, a threat. So yeah, that's that's some bad stuff going on. It oh, might be man. just trolls well, or it, you know, but hopefully it's nothing. Hopefully, man, hopefully we don't want to see anyone get hurt. Yeah. So yeah, Chaflas tonight, uh, tough schedule for them coming up. And uh, and then in 10th place, we have La Máquina, Cruz Azul, who's been, you know, hitting highs and lows. Uh, but their last, their last two games haven't been too good. Uh, they did beat the Galaxy in the League's Cup, but 
then they came home to draw Puebla. And uh, this was a Puebla team that, you know, had fired the coach. And and uh, we'll get into it a, a little in Puebla. So, I mean, you're hosting a team that has been playing pretty bad and you can't beat them. It's it just not too good for the blue machine. And then, um, and then they travel to TJ and that's where they lose. And, you know, I'm gonna add this about Kubo because Kubo played in Cruz Azul. So I guess it was a bit of a, you know, bit of a re- revenge for that. Yeah, shouldn't have let me go. Um, well, I don't uh, think so. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't think it was. A, no, I'm just. But like, like for Kubo, for Kubo, well, I don't think he was thinking about that. I think he was such. It was, okay. He was in such a drought. He was like disappearing from the whole scene. Yeah. And he he finally scored one, and so he was just like yeah. trying to elevate his but name sucks, again. Sucks to lose, uh, you know, to a goal from a guy that's been sucking and that you let go. <laughs> you cut him off. You couldn't even make, the, and then he's he's beating you. Uh, yeah. So they have Chivas. They're hosting Chivas, and this game could be pretty good. Chivas has been going all out, even though they've been losing. But they've been their games have been entertaining. So this this could also be this. I would I would put in my list of games to watch. This would be my third one. Uh, you know, Cruz Azul Chivas, and uh, I would say. Cruz Azul being at home are favorites. I'm I'm gonna give them the etiqueta de favoritos. Yeah, this is like the game that I thought, you know, I'm I'm sort of not, you know, could be a contender for game of the week. This is something I'm interested in to see if Cruz Azul can sort of bounce bounce back from their recent losses. And uh, and then Chivas, who's yeah. also struggling, so it's sort of two teams who need to to bounce upward a little bit with some good results. Well, yeah, and boy is catching heat already. Uh, the Chiva faithful already. The Chi hermanos already turning on him. Uh, they they were on him for a little bit. <laughs> they they were gaining some trust, but after the, you know, teams had like a not so good games, and so there, there was talk of the Plan B and then what coach might come in, and there's just not that many prospects. I mean, who do you have? You have like Turco Mohamed, but I don't know if he would be ideal for Chivas, you know? Uh, yeah. So that's that's on the line. Uh, I don't know about Caixinha. I, I know Pelayas, the GM, does not like Caixinha. Like, they don't seem to get along. So, but Caixinha is a smart coach. He knows what he's doing. So, a ver que... Uh, yeah, see how they bounce let's see what happens. But yeah, this this team and Cruz Azul, I would say they, they do need to win. I, I both teams I would say are pressured here for the win. I I do think. But I would say Cruz Azul being at home, uh, you know, just a, a bit more weight on them. And uh, you know, and then you add that the whole they haven't won a they haven't won the league title in almost 20 years now. So, man, finally in the 11th place, Chiquis, we have your Pumas. Same with nine points. So, I mean, you know, like, you're just one point from 
from eighth place, TJ. I'm saying if you want to get in that party bus, Pumas can't afford to keep keep uh, letting points slip by. So yeah, the last two games, both two zero defeats. So you know, that's a minus four goal differential right there, Chiquis. Not looking yeah, not so good. hot. Uh, and you're hosting Toluca, who's Toluca's kind of going on the rise. You're kind of meeting in the middle, man. You, they're going up. You guys are going down. Uh, yeah, Bigotón versus Michel. Boy. Yeah, it's not looking good. Uh, and and up ahead, they've got some tough games as well. So it might be uh, it might be doom and gloom in the next few weeks for for Pumas. Well, well, you know, you know, despite allowing four goals in the last two games, and I was thinking, um, I was thinking you were going to be in the minus for the goal differential, but Pumas is actually zero. They've scored six and they have allowed six. So, I mean, that's that's a positive because uh, we're about to hit teams that are in the minus mark. And Atlas, uh, oddly enough, they are minus two, but there's some teams that are like, oh man, we're gonna see right now which teams. So Toluca, to just to highlight how bad they had been at the start of the tournament, they're at minus five. Minus five goal differential. They scored four goals and allowed nine. So. Uh, yeah, Pumas. <clears throat> I think Pumas. Uh, I forget the stat. Is like one of the top defenses. Uh, they've they've placed yeah. Tigres and uh, and who else? The Tigres only scored one goal against them. They lost one zero. Um, they've they've uh, they've only you know they've won two zero a few times at the beginning uh, of the season. Actually, three times. So they shut out a few teams a lot of times. So yeah, their goals against are are not too much. Not too much. Well, yeah. I could see the Diablos stealing a point from Seul then. Just because, um, you know the saying, win at home and draw away. And if and if the Diablos can take the point, I, I do think uh, El Bigotón, La Volpe, would, he would gladly sign for that deal. It's going to be tough, but, uh, though. And, I think, and, and on a and Sunday would, during the day, though? Every every time. Yeah, but Toluca is also a tough venue, and they they also play during the day, and at yeah, a but... higher altitude. Chiki. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the Olimpico Universitario though, and every time oh, I, I, it happens a lot. It seems to happen a lot. Yeah. I go on the chat and I hear and I see John post Pumas <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday during the afternoon. Man, it seems uh, yeah. it seems to happen quite often, but. So I have, it is I have for some most teams, but but Toluca is, is similar, man. You have some of these teams that are used to that type of condition, and I'll say Toluca is one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, they so definitely. Yeah, are. I, I, yeah, I, I, it's, it's anything... sort of like Max. It, it, it's sort of like Max when they would go to play like Copa Americas, and you would see all the South American teams complaining about playing in the altitude of Peru or yeah. or in Ecuador, and then Max would be there like hold my beer. And, and you know it wouldn't it wouldn't affect the Mex team. Well, the old Mex team that has a lot 
majority Mexico based players. Uh, who knows? Who knows these new guys? We need we need they to put a nail. We need Europe. to put a nail in the, ah. the Volpe coffin though. <laughs> because we'll get to Toluca in a minute. I'll I'll explain why. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're almost there. Um, yeah. And right below Pumas is um, the Tuzos of Pachuca. They have eight points. Uh, so even even we could see how like the fight for eighth, it's it's not that much, you know. Um, but but I would I would say, right now, uh, Tijuana is at six games, and so, which Pumas is at seven, and and also is Pachuca, so um, Pachuca, ouch. See, look, they, they they play San Luis. They play one of the weakest teams. They could bunny hop their way into that eighth place. They could very well uh, climb up, climb there, up the ladder. Yeah, but, but... Uh, just right quick, their last two results, they beat on um, they this past Saturday. They they beat Atlas three to one, and then they they took the draw from. From the Aztec Stadium, so now they got San Luis at home. It's looking like a nice three points for them, Chiquis. And we could see Pachuca. Yeah, probably they're really, getting too. They're really sporadic, though, man. Like if you look they at are, the, the way they, they've played, even even home and away, or even at home, like you would think they would have some type of advantage. They lost to Morelia at home. They almost gave uh, Veracruz. Their first win, they tied Veracruz three three in in uh, Pirata Fuentes. Well, so no, yeah, you're right. It's but sort look, of look, some but, weird results from. But you're, we're seeing progression because look, match day, match week, uh, match week three, they lose they lose at home to Monarcas, and then uh, match week four, uh, they lose to Querétaro, right? Yeah. But then they they sort of bounce back. Match week five, big 4-0 win over Puebla. Match week six, another win. In Sadlas, I mean, yeah, yeah, they got accessible rivals, but but they're getting the wins. And then they, they took the draw from America, and, and I think San Luis at home, it should be pan comido. That should be the easy bake oven right there. Uh, unless you think San Luis has what it takes. Uh no, not really. I, I do think I, I do. the the America tie might be sort of. Uh, I didn't see f- the whole game, but uh, Bop was saying that uh, Roger Martinez missed like five goals that he could have won. Or was could have won it for them. Was up. that the? Was, was by three. That's a different game he was talking about. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know what game he was talking about. <laughs> he says Miss, Roger misses five goals and we still win by three. What 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 game oh. was that? Well. Well, you know, Pachuca. I think, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see them as, as candidates for Liguilla. So I, I think that, even though they they sort of been on a rise, I, I still I don't see them making it. Yeah. I don't see them making the big time. Uh, so, and then below them, same amount of points, San Luis. So this is the so-called, you know. Six-point game, partido de seis puntos. They're pretty much draw. Uh, and San Luis, 
San Luis has negative three colds. And of course, San Luis, the newcomers, they're the, they're the newcomers right now. And they're, they tied, they tied last, their last, on Tuesday, they tied 1-1 against uh, Morelia. And then on Friday, last Friday, they beat Veracruz. And that was the one sad defeat for Veracruz where, uh, you know, they missed a penalty and all that. So that, yeah, they could have broken their streak. And instead they lose to the newbies. Yeah. This was the bum fights, cheekies. It was, yeah. it was the, the, for the last piece of crumb on the floor. I saw one for recently fight. actually in downtown Austin the other day. Like an actual bum fight? Yeah. Were you three quarters at them? I was going to buy some masa for tamales. Or for, uh, yeah. <laughs> and one guy threw, was throwing blows at the other guy and he just ran away. So yeah, San Luis oh, was man. like throwing some blows in the underneath the bridge and stuff. That's <laughs> got the two one win. Yeah. Ouch. So but San Luis, man. Uh and then this is kind of embarrassing. Cause then my goats, they're below San Luis. They're in fourteenth place. <laughs> they have seven points. Uh the only thing is the, the one good thing is Chivas, uh, at least they're scoring goals this season, but, but they're also allowing goals. So they score 10, and they have allowed 10. 10 as well. Yeah. And uh, so Chivas, Chivas urgently needs a win. They're coming off of two defeats, uh, like, like we said earlier, and a third defeat. And we could see Boy packing his maletas. And uh, I know most Chi hermanos don't like him. But if you're Chivas, you just can't keep firing coaches. That's the guy they chose. You just have to wait it out, because because it just becomes harder and harder to to show that you're serious and and then to bring in a, a good coach, a top coach. I don't, I don't see who's gonna really want it. And and if and if like any other coach comes in, they're gonna demand like a lot of money to protect themselves. So if they do get sacked. And and we've seen it already, like with Chepo. When he got sacked, the club had to pay him three million. And so so like if they want a Turco, that's what they're looking at. Uh, you know, that if it doesn't work out, they're gonna have to pay him, you know, a, a large sum of money. And maybe boy maybe boy got that arrangement play. also. What happened? No, maybe. I don't I don't think so, you don't man. Think he boy got that. boy was was nah. Now, boy saw an opportunity. Nobody wanted to get near that dumpster fire that was Chivas. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, I got this. All right. He wasn't even, he had like no real options. It's not like he was being, you know, he wasn't spicy soccer, man. Well, I'm sure options yeah, would have no, would have no. came up. I mean, I'm sure he'd, like the, you look at the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Puebla. Chelis being gone, well, so I'm, I mean, sure, I'm sure other it, people it, would. She was most likely to get from the house, well, they have like Michele Año, who's working with the youth, and I thought when Cardoxo got sacked, I thought that he was going to go up, but I guess he was smart. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to touch that, you know, I'm not yeah. touching that with a 10-foot pole. Uh, but I think right now the team has has gotten better players, 
And I think they are with fighting chance, which, yeah, they have seven points, uh, a win, and, and they're in contention once again. But, yeah, they're, they're, um, it's not an easy match uh, going to, you know, playing Cruz Azul on the road, coming up with two defeats. Um, and then after that, they have the Clásico, followed by a Monarcas game. So, I mean, I think a draw could help them bounce back because then uh, both Monarcas and and Atlas, I'll say, are winnable games for Chivas. I think even a loss, like if they lose to Cruz Azul, I think the, 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 the pinpoint game is the Atlas, the Clásico. Because if they, uh, if they beat Atlas, which is very possible, then that's going to redeem... That's going to give Boy some time. Yeah, but if they lose, if they, yeah, if they lose to Atlas, if they lose to Cruz Azul or tie, and then they lose yeah. to Atlas, then that's going to be the heat is going to be really yeah. on for that. And yeah, and then for Chivas, they they're missing some money because uh, they haven't been able to get the TV rights for U.S. games, so they lost money. They they lost money on television rights in Mexico because they made a big mess about that. They try to get, uh, they they try to get smart, and they thought they were gonna shop around, and the only thing that happened was that about five different networks have the Chiwa games. You know, they're in TV Azteca, yeah. they're in TUDN, they're in Televisa. Televisa got them for free. They, they didn't even have to pay because they were gonna sue them. Like, hey, we had this like no compete clause, and you kind of violated. And <laughs> so, man. They sort of hurts. It hurts, but they make Chivas get on their knees. You know, who's your daddy? It it just it sucks. But that's what it was, man. I mean, imagine the big network. You didn't get no money. You you, you know, it has to be for free. So they did lose money on that. Uh, just being on so many exclusive contracts, they would have netted them a lot of money. Uh, so then I guess they thought, okay, well, we got the U.S. market, and they have it. We're seven games in to the season, and, and uh, the Chiba games are on YouTube, which I'm loving. It's easy for me to watch the games that are on YouTube, uh, but it sucks for Chivas because it's less money. You have, what, like 20K people maybe watching? It's just small numbers compared to, like, they were doing over a million, 1.5 million, like, I believe. And uh, so the big thing is, will Chivas get a TV contract? Because they, they could use some money. And so they're saying that Amaury's holding out because he wants, he wants two contracts, Chiquis, one in English, one in Spanish. Wow. So uh, I, I think it's, it's a bit of a... You know, it's like when you fight with your girlfriend and you want to see who calls first. And that's kind of, <laughs> I think, that's where I see it. That's where I see it with Chivas. And because, uh, uh, you know, uh, Televisa just, they just launched their new network, to the N. Yeah. Uh, yes, to the N, right? Yep. And, yeah, they're hurting not having Chivas. You know, that would help that get more ratings. And yeah, just not having them. So... Yeah, they're both hurting, man. So let's see who picks up the phone first. Who sends that first text? Uh, you know? Yeah. The type W Y D 
<laughs> Question mark. I miss you or something. <laughs> Missing you. Someone, someone's going to give in. Someone's yeah. going to give in. But, uh, man, uh, <clears throat> and uh, hopefully Chivas could do something with that money. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's what we're at Chivas. And Chivas is the 14th. 15th, we have the Monarcas. And the Monarcas, yeah, they sacked their coach. Who was, uh, I don't even know who their coach was, but they brought in the, an Argentine guy. Yeah, they brought in Argentine and he debuted with a win over Pumas. And then he, he took a draw from Atletico San Luis. And now he's going up against Veracruz, which they're playing at home. So I think, uh, for the Monarchs, that's, that's a good game you would want to have. Um, they are, let me see, they are at seven points, just like the Goats, but but they have a minus two goal differential. This this is like, now, like Chivas being at the bottom half of the table and close to the top, this is the one thing that kind of saves them where they're like zero, because it gets pretty bad. From Monarcas down, it gets progressively worse. Uh, so... For example, uh, Monarca is minus two, and Toluca, like we mentioned, is minus five. So yeah. uh, we'll just jump. Yeah, and and I guess Monarca, yeah, there's no fans. Let's just jump to 16. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares about them right now. Um, so Toluca's in 16th place and five points, man. Ouch. Ouch. And well, they be, they're going to be playing... Um, they're gonna be playing Pumas. What would you want me to say something about, about to... putting a nail in Bigoton's coffin? Yeah, see, Bigoton has the name. He has name clout. He has Argentinian clout. But <laughs> he's in 16th spot, surrounded by Morelia, which you already mentioned, fired their coach, and then 17th yeah. spot, which uh, which is Pueblo, who fired their coach. But Toluca is in the yeah. middle. In the middle, there, I haven't heard anything about Bigoton getting. Uh, getting fired and it may be no. like you bring up a point about uh contracts and like if you're going to fire me you're going to pay yeah. me three million dollars yeah well, that has... is that is yeah bigotone could have that right he could have that very well he is uh he is just one of the big names and he's been selection and all that so he's he's pretty smart with his contract but this is something we talked about in one of the earlier pods with with john Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, we touched on the subject how Toluca, like if you're looking for a club where where they let you kind of like, you know, like they give you more of a chance to to bounce back. They, they, it's they are one of those teams. Even like with Cristante, they were, you know, they gave him enough Very time, patient. and they just yeah. And Toluca just brought in Sina as a like a general manager type of role. So yeah, who knows? So... Maybe, maybe because you know the thing with Bigotón, and that has hurt him a lot, is it's his attitude with players, and I guess in all this time he hasn't been able to, to improve on that. So he's he's lost locker rooms because he's he talks down to his players. Sort of hurt him a lot in Argentina, where the players could be more rebellious. And he was in Boca, and uh, it just. You know, it became really bad for him. And I think also kind of similar in Vélez Sarsfield. But, and, yeah, and it sucks that he's 
you know, I think if they bring in Sinha and he's he's to help with the locker room. That's my guess, you know. Yeah, Zinha's the type of guy that can uh, calm things down. Well, with the... He needs a club legend as well. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be a fun game on Sunday to see if Pumas can can defend their home and see what happens with Toluca. Yes. But yeah, they're in, they're at the so, very bottom, man. They're, yeah, well, now had... we're going to the last three. Puebla, Puebla's in 17th. They got a minus eight goal differential. And uh, they fired, well, who was, who, their coach was uh, Chelis. So yeah, they, they sacked him. And then uh, I think it was Picas Becerril. I forgot they had like an interim coach. And the interim coach got the draw on Cruz Azul. And then for their home game, and now they had the coach, which is uh, Reynoso, former Cruz Azul player. Uh, he was a defender, Peruvian, you know, yeah. Peruvian guy. Uh, and and so Puebla did this thing where they, where the players said, uh, if, if, if we lose, if we lose at home, we're going to buy uh, all the fans a beer. It's all the fans that went to the stadium. Yeah. But but I mean, yeah, you can make that bet. Making it against Juarez is pretty safe bet. <laughs> so they did. They won. They won that game. Uh, but now they're traveling to Querétaro to face the Gallos Blancos. And uh, we'll see what happens there, man. Yeah, I like, how, I like how Puebla does a little bit of outreach. They had a video recently of one of the guys going to one of their neighborhoods. I thought you meant outreach with the beer, you know. No outreach with well, that's that's part <laughs> of it. Out, the hey, if the team loses, you get free beer. At least they weren't one of the teams that watered it down. It's, I think it was well, Santos. The Santos watered the down, watered down beer and stuff. This is be, this is beginning to sound like a Club de Cuervos. Remember when they had a match at 5 a.m. and they were recruiting fans from like the old people home from the hospice <laughs> and. And then, uh, like they said, they were gonna have like Dead Mouse or someone, like a DJ. I have, I have, gonna be an actor. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. I haven't watched that at all. <laughs> Though there's an episode where yeah. uh, they have like a TV contract, but they want to mess with them, so they schedule their game at five in the morning, and oh. uh, they don't. They, they, the 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 owner doesn't want the stadium to look empty. So uh, he goes with his assistant and they're recruiting. And so they bring people from the hospice. They bring like, they, they go to like this rave and they tell them that they make like a fake flyer saying that like some international DJ was going to be there. And they, <clears throat> and then they just put him in one section. <laughs> so where, where the camera was going to be at. So it looked like it was kind of full. Which, you know, it's like funny because there's a picture that just made the rounds of Veracruz where there's just like one fan sitting there. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, the stadium's pretty empty. He wasn't by himself, though, because if you see like the wider picture, it's still like there's like maybe five people bunched up in the corner. (laughs) This guy just probably didn't have friends. Yeah. Uh, Or it might have been after the game and people were leaving and stuff or already gone. Yeah. But I think Puebla, I don't know. They just, I don't know. They don't, they don't convince me, chiquis. They don't convince me. 
They have yeah, some good players, but yeah, as a whole team, I don't think they do it. I give the H to Querétaro. Now we're down to 18. Uh, and we have, who do we have Juarez. here? We have Juarez. So yeah, Juarez is playing. And Juarez is the team that they bought their way back in. Their logos blew up. Yeah. Their logos blew up in the skies. Uh, and they lost to Querétaro on last Sunday. And then before that, they lost to Cruz Azul. And uh, their one craze was beating Toluca at home. So, uh, yeah, no, they're one of those teams that are... They, like, if you want to be conspiracy, you could say, yeah, teams like Veracruz and Juarez are there to help Chivas not get relegated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do we save Chivas? And the owner keeps fucking up. Let's just put worse teams. We <laughs> <laughs> must keep messing up. We're going to have a 2014 league. Just to make sure, you know, they'll bring all these yeah. second division clubs with like no money, like Murcielagos or whoever. Just just, well, just to keep Chivas up there. That's like um, Eng- that's like England, like the Premier League. Uh, you know, you, you, that uh, relegation <laughs> happens all the time there, but there's no like, it's no big deal, you know, it's just. No, no, but they're, they're said. I said at 18, uh, you know, Liga Max right now, it's like 19. So, like, imagine Chivas still, like, in the relegation zone. Yeah. So, bring in, like, another two other, like, really bad clubs. Um, but, so we have uh, Juarez and, uh, damn, I lost my place, Chiqui. Okay. Veracruz is yeah. the last place. They're, no, no, Juarez, they, they, they go up against Monterrey. So, uh, ouch. Yeah, it's gonna. <laughs> not good. Not good. <laughs> uh, yeah, not good. And then after that, they meet Leon. So, yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty hurtful there. And then that last is uh, Veracruz, the Tiburones. They have a minus sixteen goal differential. It's just, man. It's I feel bad for the fans. You know, Veracruz is this team has been dragged around a lot. Uh, and it just kind of sucks that that under that management and there's talk that some of the players haven't been paid and, they, you know, their coach just quit. So. I saw an old video they, of, uh, of Cootie saying that he was going to, it was when they fired uh, one of their coaches. He said he was going to go on a vacation to Europe or someplace with the money that, <laughs> that they saved from firing the coach or something. Man, yeah, the guy's he crazy, probably man. did do that. Yeah, so I mean, they're facing Mon- they're facing Monarcas. Oh man, who knows? Who knows? I think Monarcas is obviously they're gonna be favorites. But well, let's see what happens with Veracruz. Let's see. I know they brought someone. I forgot the dude's name. I don't know if it was Chima Ruiz. I forgot the name. It was like some former player. Uh, but. I guess this game could go down because they go at 34. They will match a bunch. There's some teams from Argentina, I think, that hit the 34 mark, the 34 game winless mark. They already have the the mark. Uh, Veracruz already has the record, I should say, for Liga MX. And mm-hmm. let's see how high it keeps going. So that's that's pretty much it, Chiquis. We went through all 19, 19 hey. clubs. I found a since we're done. I found a a, a cheese on Reddit. 
that we sort of talked a little bit about um, on America and uh, the Jeremy Menace situation. Yeah. This guy says, uh, like, there was there was thoughts of, well, he's not really intense during practices, um, but he says it might be something different. He, uh, he said, Menes posted a goodbye on Instagram to his ex-players and a farewell and good luck to all of them. But also in between those comments, uh, Piojo Herrera's nephew, who was talking, who was running his mouth about Jeremy, um, had a comment, posted a comment as a reply, and it was liked by Piojo's daughter. And then he says that Alex Ibarra's wife had cheated on him with Jeremy, Jeremy Menes. Uh, and it is known that Alex oh. Ibarra has a close relationship with the uh, owner and Piojo, and that could have oh. that could have been the start of everything. So Piojo, oh, you know, damn. Piojo and Alex are or Ibarra are really close. His wife cheats on him with Jeremy. You were you were really visiting the lavanderas. That's that's great a cheese right there. <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, I was just browsing Reddit real quick and I saw that and I was like, whoa. Sure, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go there. I keep forgetting to go. They have some good, they got some good forums. They got a Liga MX English one and a general soccer one. They post good stuff. Yeah, so there's your cheese me. <laughs> good, good cheese me to close the pod with. All right, man. So I guess we'll enjoy this weekend of, uh, of soccer. Yeah. And then uh, maybe have a podcast on Sunday and then next week. Uh, prepping up for, I believe, an Argentina-friendly in San Antonio. Hopefully, I'll be able to, to head over there in a couple of weeks. And then I think uh, down the line is the Mexico-United States game. Yes, we'll be touching on all that. All right, man. Thanks, Joel, for coming on. Always. Always, Chiquis. Always a pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to... Uh, Bop, who was on the chat for a while, and some other viewers that were that were listening. We will have this episode 213 of the Cantina MX podcast put on all our on all your podcast applications and uh, social media. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys later.